Hi, and welcome back to The Secret Life of Parkinson's. I'm Jessica Krauser. And I'm Brian Baker. And we have with us Roz Parrish today. Thanks Hi. for having me. How are you? I'm good. How about you? Good. Good. Those of you who have not been to our channel yet, we do have a few episodes with Roz um, talking to her about her entire DBS journey from before you did it, mm -hmm. right? We mm -hmm. talked to you. Correct. And then after your surgeries and right. after I think another surgery, so right. we had a lot of updates and we're excited to get more of a feel because you've been... Um, how long now? It was March of 2022. 2022. Okay. So it's been a year. It's been like, what, 16 months? Okay. Yeah. So we wanted to get an update from you. Great. But more specifically, I think they're just so that we don't just open up a whole can of worms. I know Brian and I had just like some more specific questions okay. as it relates to your, to your update. So do you want to... No, I just, I mean, I don't know if I have any specific questions yet. I mean, I know Roz has faced challenges that myself and other people have not. Um, so I'm I not can, sure if you can. Uh, yeah, I can um, add to that. Okay. Um, okay, so I had my surgeries, and the uh, first one was March 7th of 2022. And the second one was um, Mar er, April 6th, and then I had the battery put in on April 14th. Mm -hmm. And um, my experience at first was awesome. Um, when they put in my leads, um, we chased my tremor is really what we were going after, along with rigidity. But um, the tremor right before I even got out of the hospital, it, it was awesome. I mean, it was just non-existent, pretty much on my right side. My left side, I still was having some effects. Um, so things went along rather smoothly. Programming got uh, turned on on May 26. Mm -hmm. um, and the day that the programming got turned on, again, I just experienced, I didn't have any, um, I, w I, I don't really want to call it bad side effects, yeah. but you know, I was sailing along pretty well. And then in the past probably four or five months, I have developed a lot of rigidity in my legs. And that makes it very difficult to walk. He would watch me walk and we, my gait is totally affected. And it's just a real puzzle because um, it doesn't happen in the mornings, I'm great. In the afternoons at 2.30, it's like clockwork. It starts mm. right when I take a medication. So it's been a little so frustrating. So you do still take medication? Yeah, I was on nine pills before I had the surgery. I got down to three. And I'm still not on that many. They've increased it by one. Mm -hmm. So I'm taking four Cinemet Carbidopa. Mm -hmm. And I take a half of Pramipexol at first thing in the morning. And that's all I take. And the really strange thing is, is I take my last Carbidopa Levodopa pill at 6.30 p.m. Mm -hmm. And I sleep all night long. Do you? Yeah, I do. Because you, you used to have issues. I did. Okay. I did. And my sleep habits are so much better. Mm -hmm. um, but the, um, you know, I go from 6.30 p.m. till 6.30 a.m. And lately, I'd say in the past week or two, um, I've had more of a tremor in the morning than I used to. Mm -hmm. But when it first started happening, when my rigidity was increasing, I would wake up in the morning and I'd be great. I mean, I wouldn't even be craving that pill. Mm -hmm. So um, again, it's just, it's a mystery, you know? So can you think of anything, because we we talked about this briefly and um, um, at the gym, is it, is there anything that has changed, you know, in your lifestyle, like personally, because I know you're going through a lot of, you right. know, moving or vacationing or whatever. Right. 
is that was that not happening last year and could that be part of I would totally agree with that um you know I don't handle stress well without Parkinson's Mm -hmm. with Parkinson's it my anxiety level just goes sky high Mm -hmm. yes we are moving and you know we're building the house and we're selling the house and then we went on vacation and you know I've had well the conversation that you know you and I had just was very um, insightful for me because you weren't the first person that was telling me that you know Slow I need down. to back off some things <laughs> yes and I need, listen to my body you know when I'm tired lay down and take a nap I'm not a napping person mm-hmm. I'm a go 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 oh. imagine that I like a nap and um, so you know it's hard for me to just stop but um, actually recently in the past well since you and I had the conversation which was just last week yeah Maybe it was even on was Monday. It Monday. But um, yeah, I have not done very much this week at all. And my rigidity of my legs has been better. Um, typically, you know, Brian and I go to the grocery store and it's after 2.30. I'm grabbing a grocery cart just to use for stability. That's Brian, her husband, not me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Good point of clarity. Uh, yeah. I mean, exactly. we're friends. Uh, we're not grocery exactly. shopping together. <laughs> <laughs> we can start a story, Brian. Yeah. <laughs> So um, I think that I need to pay attention to that and, um, you know, just take a break and lay down. And yeah. um, it, that has totally made a difference. Because, like, if you can point, you said you can almost kind of pinpoint it. This started four to five months ago. Right. What well, was four different? To, <laughs> four to five months ago was about when, well, that's when we signed the contract to move. But I fell down the bottom three steps of our two-story in December and January and Brian just my husband Brian just became very um he was adamant he's like we got to get out of here you know he said I don't want to wake up at six o'clock some morning and find you at the bottom of the steps and you know just um he said we got to start looking for something so so but before that fall you felt yeah, I felt really pretty good. Pretty good with the DBS. Exactly, right. Yeah, it hasn't been until, um, it, it all started probably, let me think here. Um, it probably started, this is September, so I would say it started in May. You know, lots of rigidity in my legs. So do you see it, like, do they chase the rigidity, then the tremors start, then they chase the tremors, and that's a good the dyskinesia question. starts? Is it like a vicious circle? or? Yeah, that's a very good question. When um, I, um, let me see, they, um, it's more like they told me that they were going to chase my tremor, mm-hmm. and that they real, we had that really well under control. And then when they stopped chasing my tremor, that was one thing that they brought up to me was is that um, the rigidity was something that they had hoped to be able to chase, but they couldn't. And the other thing is is that I, we think that I could have been over-medicated at one point mm-hmm. um, because as I was in the doctor's office, not only did I have the rigidity, but I also had signs of dyskinesia. Okay. And um, so, you know, it's like, what are we going to go after now? Um, when I did have the signs of dyskinesia, um, they put me on a mantatine, and um, I only took that for about three weeks. And I think, I honestly believe that um, I was not, I don't want to call it an allergic reaction, mm-hmm. but it definitely increased my rigidity instead of decreasing oh, it. Because I went from taking one pill for one week, they increased it then to another dose mm-hmm. four hours later, 
And when I did that, I was a mess. Wow. So That's interesting because I take three amantadine a day. Really? Uh-huh, and it, it helps me. Yeah. So um, it just It just goes to show how different people's case yeah, can be. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. That's so true. Everybody's, you know, like what you said, everyone's different. Mm-hmm. And I've had friends ask me, you know, are you upset that you did the DBS? And absolutely not because I did. I have gotten things out of it. You know, mm-hmm. it just... It reminds me of when I first was getting ready to have the surgery and Steve said, you know, don't expect when they flip that, when they start your programming for it to be like a magic wand. Yeah. It's not. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you just have to be patient and some days I'm good at that and some days I'm not. Yeah. that's a, And it's hard because you've done the surgery, you just want it to go, you want right. to work all, you want everything to work right. I think right. you see people like Steve, myself, who have had... Tremendous Great results. success. Yeah, right. tremendous mm-hmm. results fairly quick. Right. Um, and that's part of the reason I wanted to bring you back on, just so people get to see the other side of it, some right. of the ch- sometimes some of the challenges that you face. Right. And some of my friends that don't have PD, they've been with me when it's amazing how that rigidity just, it can come in. on. Yeah, so quickly. I could be fine. And then all of a sudden, you know, I'm trying to walk and my leg just gets so tight and it it's like, I feel like it's a rubber band that's, you know, But again, stretched. let me ask you, when you, when you get, when you feel like you're fine one minute and rigid the next, right? is it, are you by yourself like walking or are you now with somebody or like? Pretty much with someone. Um, only because, I mean, I used to be a 5k runner mm-hmm. and I walked all the time and I haven't walked probably the most I probably walked is a mile and since this all started happening mm-hmm. which it's been I think it's been longer than May it's probably been about five months because and the reason I ask that is um you know it's it's the simplest things that I, I think we don't realize what can trigger right. certain oh sorry I don't know why I said sorry to the microphone sorry <laughs> <laughs> I touched it um um, I, I was giving a presentation earlier this week and I was standing, you know, behind a podium. So a lot of people, they couldn't see me, but sure. I was tremoring like crazy. So I was like, you know, holding right. on so I can steady my hands. But my entire body was, was so, so stiff. stiff. And all it was is it just, I just moved it from talking to somebody one-on-one to then talking in front of a group. Right. And like the stiff and I was so sore the next day right from how stiff I was right so it's just I'm I'm just curious and I I think it's just interesting for anybody to take note and you know journal like even the things that you wouldn't imagine right again not that walking with a friend causes you stress no but but it's just Ginger actually even said this too with um when she has freezing of gait she's like it's really any any emotion right that she feels Like if she gets anxious or scared or, you know, angry or whatever, she's like, I can freeze up. Right. So it's like, it's like, so do we not feel anything? Like I know. Well, I, emotion- I'm okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> Emotions I'm discovering play a huge part mm-hmm. in the rigidity and any of the symptoms really. Mm-hmm. Um, like you know, just sitting here at the beginning, I was you know tremoring, mm-hmm. not horribly, but you know when I get in front of a group or I'm mm-hmm. nervous or. You know, um, it pops up even mm-hmm. more. But it's funny because I, I do want to point out again. It's like it's not. I know you're not nervous to talk to me and Brian, right? And it's but it's it's like. Um, and Dave Colby said it really good when we interviewed him last year. It's you. It's an underlying stress that your body goes through. Exactly. That normally when we before Parkinson's 
we never visibly showed showed that like whatever happening in our body would cover that up right but now it's out there for the world to see through our external yeah symptoms but i mean even i mean have you guys gotten like the death grip on the steering wheel when the you what turn? yeah oh god i do yeah. it every time <laughs> exactly see i i don't do it anymore like what i used to i mean i'd have and i'd be like why am i gripping I the steering right. wheel so hot and so like, tight like physically you cannot grip it any tighter than that right so. i loved it when my daughter kate was like she's like does Everybody, Everybody have to hold the steering wheel that tight. <laughs> White knuckles. <laughs> I was like, no, it's just there's snow on the ground. Right, exactly. It, um, well, that just triggered a thought that I was going to have too. I think my rigidity sometimes too. You know, I, I have to admit that I've been angry, you know, just in the past probably six weeks because I'm like, I went through all of this and is this really what I'm going to get? Mm-hmm. And the anger when I get, you know, really frustrated it just compounds the problem Mm -hmm. it really does and um i you know i try to pay attention to that and do uh some meditation you know Mm -hmm. a lot of times if i do lay down and just do a breathing exercise um i can lighten it up yeah you know and i haven't had like when we were on the cruise which was just we got home the sunday before labor day um while we were on the cruise there were two different days that I just got so rigid in my legs. I had to like hold on to the rail on the side of the boat in, you know, go into our cabin mm-hmm. or our room. And once I got in, I just had to like dive into the bed because it just is so painful. And mm-hmm. it used to be it was just in my dominant side and my mm-hmm. right side, but now it's both in my right and my left. Mm-hmm. And um, have you changed diet or anything like that? Has that? No, you know? you know, I've been really cautious of that as far as um, you know. I try to do. The Mediterranean diet most mm-hmm. of the time. Now I did, when I think about <laughs> it, um, I did have like they had that soft serve ice cream on the boat <laughs> that you could have at any time that you wanted it. So I never eat ice cream like yeah. every <laughs> single day at two o'clock in the afternoon, yeah. you know. And then the other thing is, is that I feel like I have to be cautious with is, you know, with alcohol. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know that you probably shouldn't be drinking a bunch of alcohol with your drugs, but I was on vacation. I wanted a glass of wine, you know, so that can attribute it to, but sometimes though that helps. I was going to say, it really helps me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sometimes that makes me just calm down and, you know, I go from being terrible to being able to handle things. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So, um, (sighs) is there anything else? I mean, I find it interesting. Have you noticed anything else that... Like when I'm working out and stuff, except I don't see it working out. <laughs> Sorry, Fry. I see your Saturdays. Saturdays, right. I see your Saturdays. Exactly. But because I feel like um, it's harder for me to work out now, too, than it has been Why? because of the rigidity in my legs. Uh, you know, I feel like I have to take But didn't you also breaks. just recently break your foot or something? Well, I did. Yeah, I did. <laughs> so. That was on June 3rd. Yeah. So, yeah, those back-to-back things were probably not Yeah. Helpful. Ex- no, they're not. <laughs> and it happens to me all the time. Mm. It's just so, you know, I seem to always be in the wrong place at mm. the wrong time or something bizarre yeah. just happens. But, you know. Does he ever work with or recommend, like, you know what, let's go to this neurologist and see what they think or well actually that just happened um when we got back from the cruise everything just kind of got you know he had things come up that he had to go Mm -hmm. to whatever and i had actually reached out to ellen at the cleveland clinic because she was my original um programmer i sent him you know an email and just said you know 
I'm, I have another appointment with Ellen and his comment back was, you know, if you can't be your own health advocate, there's something wrong. He said, don't ever feel like I would be upset about that, you Aww, know? And yeah. he said, um, you know, she has more experience in mm -hmm. programming than he does. Mm -hmm. I mean, he, you know, he was very, very kind. And um, I sent him back an email and told him that, you know, mm -hmm. make, that's what makes him a good doctor. Oh my gosh, I absolutely. mean, he's fabulous. Yeah. And his bedside manner is what makes yeah. him a good doctor. Yeah. So I do go to Ellen on Tuesday. Oh, good. This, yeah, this I'm on her books, okay. yeah, the 19th. And I just looked this morning to see if I had a half hour appointment and, and she blocked out two hours. Oh, good. <laughs> so I'm really feeling Like, good. I kind of want to go with you. <laughs> Well, you can't like journal it. Like, exactly. But yeah, because I would love to hear her her take on, you know, um, first getting you back to where you need right. to be, but just finding out, is it the um, added stress of things that you're doing right. in, in your personal life? Or is it, you know, do the stressor of breaking your foot? And then right. you like, is are those changes that compound an Problems. effect? Right. And then how do you fix it from there? So. Right, exactly. Well, I have a whole bunch of questions for her. Okay. So I will, you know, ask about those. Yeah. And that's the other thing that you've instilled in me. Journaling is so important. Yeah. And you've instilled it in me too. You know, I think it really is. You know, you have to you keep track. Yeah. yeah. And Ellen, when she first agreed to, you know, see me again, she said, I need you to be writing down everything. So I have pages that actually, my this weekend I gotta type up a few things because yeah. my handwriting oh my gosh. is terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and that was the other thing I noticed right after I had the surgery. My handwriting was like beautiful again. Was both it? Both of Allison and Meredith both said when I would write them a note, mom, your handwriting is so great. Aww. And it's gone backwards. Hmm. So, yeah. you know, well, I'm I anxious hope. to see. Yeah, and the other, and not only that, but you also have a probably different person. You probably have a, a different person from Boston Scientific up there too. Yes, I do. Yeah, Ian. I miss Lisa. We have Greg, and Greg is awesome. In fact, Brian reached out to him when things got, you know, when we got canceled, and just said, as a concerned caregiver, I did not realize that he was doing that, but oh. he contacted Greg and just said, you know, we're going to be with Ellen. But, or no, he, I think he, when he contacted Greg, he was just asking questions of, you know, what about this, what about As this? the Boston Scientific guy? Yeah. Okay. And um, Greg actually reached out to us on Monday and said, I'm going to talk to Ellen and um, I would like to be there, you know, with you too. Yeah. And I'm great with that, you know? Yeah. And I, and I don't know if the other device coming, I mean, ha having those contacts at Boston Scientific right. has, has been critical. Exactly. Yeah. They know a lot. I mean, they really well, yeah, do. Yeah, it's their, they're, it's it's their, their equipment. Their, right. Yeah. So for them to be there, I feel is very important. Oh, absolutely. So, yeah. yeah. So he's going to be a part of it too. So. Well, thank you for this follow-up. And it sounds like we're going to have to do another one in like maybe <laughs> yeah. a month or two. <laughs> That's To fine. see how everything right. goes with Ellen. So. Right. And let's hope that, you know, I mean... My mantra when I first, you know, started on this journey was my faith is going to be greater than my fear. And I'm holding on to that. And I'm holding on to the fact that, you know, Ellen will come up with something and um, we'll get through. Yeah. yeah. Good. So, You're a strong lady. <laughs> Thanks, Roz. Yeah. Thank You're you so, so welcome. Thanks for having me. In our last 30 seconds, I'll leave you with this. We've shared lots of DBS stories. While all have been rather success stories, they each have their own journey. Even though Roz has faced some challenges along the way, she is not giving up. You have to remember that DBS is just like our disease. 
there's no journey that is the same. Thanks for tuning in. The Secret Life of Parkinson's is produced by Melissa Carlson and Steve Brandenburg. To contact us, email info at thesecretlifeofpd.org. The Secret Life of Parkinson's is not responsible or liable for any medical advice, diagnosis, course of treatment, or any other information obtained through this podcast. The information provided by The Secret Life of Parkinson's is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you heard on this podcast. You are encouraged to consult a physician for a definitive diagnosis.